This is the Guide in Cancer Culture podcast. This is Stephen Strang, the author, and I'm reading through the book, and we're up to chapter six, A Nation Divided. I read the audio version of the book myself. It's not easy to read a book, I can tell you, but the staff did a great job editing it. I enjoyed listening to it, and I decided to share this a chapter a day, day by day by day. It's not the entire chapter. You know, I wanted to make you want to read the book. I want to make you want to get the entire audio version, but you'll get the gist of what's going on. So here is chapter six, A Nation Divided. Are we headed toward civil war? Are we on the verge of something like America experienced in the mid-19th century? When millions of men went to war and more than 600,000 never returned, instead filling early graves over the issue of slavery and states' rights. Is this the future of our country? Such a possibility does loom like a gray backdrop against the present scene, and more Americans are accepting it, even expecting it. Many level-headed Christians are not just resigned to the fact of an impending civil war, but are calling for immediate preparation for such a thing. Rational, stable professionals I know have begun storing food and necessary items. Who wouldn't after the 2020 toilet paper shortage? In preparation for outbreaks of violence or potential supply chain disruptions. Others I know personally who would have never owned a weapon now carry a gun with a concealed carry permit. With thousands, maybe millions behaving this way, it becomes difficult to dismiss as a fad or faulty assessment of the future. It certainly does seem like two different Americas have formed within the borders of our nation. Indeed, this division drives cancel culture. The two Americas are so at odds over seemingly everything that some believe that the only apparent solution is to annihilate the other viewpoint. Of course, this is not the America most of us grew up in, and the very discussion may seem jarring. But let's remind ourselves that during the Civil War era, Those on both sides of the conflict built businesses and families, never expecting that their sons would go off to war and never return, or that their businesses and homes would be burned to the ground. Are we exempt from these same difficulties? How are we exempt from these same difficulties? Having lived in a time of great peace and stability, many Christians, and in particular the charismatics I spend time with, are horrified by the suggestions that God would promote or even allow such a war. They seem to forget that America has been through wars before, which yielded righteous results, mainly freedom for our own citizens and for other nations. Abraham Lincoln, who did not want to fight the Civil War, but to end the conflict as soon as possible while still preserving the Union, became convinced that God was allowing it to drag on because the nation required a kind of bloodletting due to slavery. Will rampant abortion, immorality, and injustice in America require a similar bloodletting in our day? Is war the cleansing crucible we must pass through to achieve greater national purity and unity on the other side? Is it even biblical to think in terms of civil war? Or should we take the posture the Quakers and others took in previous one, outright pacifism? The Assemblies of God, for its first few years, if not decades, was resoundingly pacifist. 
Today, its congregations and leaders seem to have no unified stance, nor do they desire one. But is civil war just a popular, edgy thing to talk about? Or are there actual indications it's coming? Several credible spiritual leaders I have spoken to say there are. The Second American Revolution I spoke with longtime friend and popular author and speaker Rick Joyner about this and many other subjects pertaining to a potential violent conflict within the U.S. borders. Joyner has spoken frequently about the inevitability of another civil war, which he calls the Second American Revolution, for at least the past decade. He has been trumpeting this idea because of a dramatic vision he received in 1987. I wanted to know, how exactly do we prepare for civil war, mentally, spiritually, and physically? What would this war look like? Will it include bloodshed or control of major resources and things like power plants, government centers, and so on? Would everyone be involved? Would it be physical with guns and bayonets, or would it be a remotely executed technical kind of war instead? Is it about taking land or perhaps taking cyberspace? I asked Joyner about these many possibilities. Quote, Until a couple of years ago, I would have used the word possible, but I don't anymore. I think it's inevitable, he said of the Civil War. Some of my friends who thought I was crazy back in 2018 when I started saying, it's coming. They now say, no, it's here. They think we're already in it. I'm talking about pretty high-ranking military people. They think we've already entered a phase of it. The source of his confidence, Joyner told me, is what he calls one of the most powerful and dramatic dreams he's ever received. In 2018, he said he was shown that a second American Revolution, Civil War, was coming. He was told in a dream. It's inevitable. It is right. And it will be successful. The dream revealed to him America's history from heaven's perspective, Joyner said. To his great surprise, heaven did not think America had won the first Revolutionary War. In heaven's view, that war was not just about gaining independence from the British, but about establishing a nation on earth where there was truly freedom and justice for all. We won the independence, but it became freedom and justice for some, Joyner said. The slaves didn't benefit. This failure to establish freedom for all Americans made the Civil War inevitable because the evil of slavery could not be tolerated any longer. But neither did the Civil War accomplish all it should have because black Americans were still discriminated against. He told me, if the Civil War had done its job, we wouldn't have needed a civil rights movement, and we wouldn't be dealing with a whole lot of this racial stuff that we're dealing with now. Joyner began talking about Civil War in 1987, when he was first shown briefly in a vision that America would go through a period of martial law. He wrote about it in his book, The Harvest, and then he met well-known prophet Bob Jones, who died in 2014. Joyner said Jones also spoke about the coming Civil War. He knew how it was going to start and certain details about it, Joyner told me. I always paid attention to him because I knew he was accurate. Jones related some of those details in a video recorded in 2010. In the hour-long message, given from an easy chair in the living room, Jones recounted revelations he had received in the 1990s in a trance in Panama City, Florida. He dubbed the encounter the perfect storm. 
It was a sevenfold vision of a future in which multiple forces converge to create a perhaps unprecedented time of confusion and instability in our country. The seven storms that would come together were, according to Jones, political, governmental, spiritual, financial, social, emotional, health-related, and geophysical, such as earthquakes, volcanoes, tidal waves, and so forth. Jones predicted, you're going to see a shaking in the government like you've never seen before. This would cause America to re-examine its foundations and invite God's influence into political and civic life again. He said, we were born a freedom of religion. I believe you're getting ready to see religion coming under a new liberty and a new freedom like we've never seen before. But first, a huge storm would come to the United States, one of the biggest we've ever seen. And it had many different facets to it, he said. One facet involved illnesses that, though not more serious than any that came before, would terrorize nations. Remember that Jones spoke those words a decade before COVID-19. Quote, The newscasters are scaring people like never before, he said in the video. I don't believe that the infections and the flus and everything else that's out there is really any worse than I've ever known before. I've seen really bad seasons where they were bad before, only we weren't terrorized by them. We lived through them. We went through them. But there's a fear that's being put out there by some of the newscasters, he added. I think they're really your new terrorists. They're not giving any hope. They're giving you fear. If these things are frightening you, then turn off the television. Turn off the radio. Put the paper down and go to God who can give you peace. Infirmity? Yeah. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. If they say no, then it's going to be no. The world doesn't have the say. Neither does the devil. Neither do the devil's people. But the saints have the say. And it's time they begin to come together and say, there'll be no influenza. There'll be no pestilence. End quote. Jones also saw new blights coming to crops and wiping out vast acreages of genetically identical grains, for example. But to the point about civil war, Jones characterized the fifth storm he saw as very dangerous because it involved people's emotions and reactions to losing all they had invested their lives in due to societal turmoil. Quote, People are going to lose it emotionally, he prophesied. They have invested their lives in retirements and education and laid their money back for the future. I think emotions are going to go bananas. I think some of your psychiatrists are going to need a Christian to deliver them. Only the gospel would bring them to a place of peace and calm their emotions, to show them hope in a time of great disaster, to focus them on the light, and to focus them on the true absolute, which is the Lord Jesus Christ, he said. The church has no right to let their emotions get out of control, for they're the ones that are called to help others get them back under control. But for Joyner and others who believe Jones' message, the question remained, when would it happen? Joyner's own urgency came only with the 2018 dream. From that point on, it has become his primary message and a popular one. The first printing of Joyner's book, The Second American Revolution, Civil War, sold out immediately when it released in early 2021. That may mean we are entering or have entered a perfect storm, he told me. I wanted to know from Joyner 
what a potential civil war would look like. Would it be a shooting war, like the one from 1861 to 1865? Would mass numbers be involved? Would it be physical with guns and bayonets or a technical, remote kind of war? Would it be aimed at taking land or taking cyberspace? He told me, We need to put out of our mind the first American Civil War when we're thinking about what's coming. What I saw was going to be between the left and the right. It was mostly going to be in the cities. And I did see some of what is going to unfold. I saw cities. It looked to me like entire cities were burning. End quote. Joyner has said elsewhere that he thinks combat will be from house to house, neighbor against neighbor, within cities, not in pitch battles in open fields with large weaponry. This agrees with what prophetic people such as David Wilkerson have said for years. Wilkerson has given visions of cities like New York on fire, torn by rioting, as society broke down because it rejected God. Even International House of Prayer of Kansas City founder Mike Bickle, who says he has received just two open visions in which he observed a spiritual revelation with his natural eyes, had such a vision in 2008. On what appeared to be a kind of screen in front of him, he saw tanks roaring across America. In 2020, a little-known Kentucky Assemblies of God pastor named Dana Coverstone suddenly gained an audience of over one million on social media and YouTube because of his Brace Yourself dream and subsequent dreams, which contain details about potential catastrophic happenings in Washington, D.C. John Paul Jackson, who died in 2015, said back in 2008 that the Lord led him to speak strongly and repeatedly about what he, like Jones, termed the perfect storm. I'm delivering this message with a heavy heart, Jackson said. This nation is about to undergo a great shakening. It will not be confined to the United States alone but it will strike the greater global community. Few, if any of us, will escape some measure of the shaking. What is coming is not what some might call the wrath of God. It is simply a time when mankind has made a series of historically wrong choices. Greed had corrupted business, and money had become the driving motivation in many churches, he said. Perversion, abortion, and sexual invitality had reached critical levels even among believers. The storm he saw ahead had five elements, religion, politics, economics, war, and geophysical events. He expected these to be so intertwined as to be indistinguishable at times. Massive problems in these five areas will come often or in combination, and sometimes repeatedly, he predicted, in a professionally made video still available online. Different areas of the United States will experience different severities. Some will experience more economic elements and others more geophysical elements. Some will experience all the elements. Remember, it is the combination and the rapidity that will make the storm problematic. One prediction we seem to be experiencing now is the loss of God's protection of our borders. Without God's intervention, they will become porous and evil nations will bring broad devastation, even to smaller communities, and propagate fear on a scale never known in this land, he wrote in a companion booklet. This perfect storm would not be short-lived, he said, but would come in waves. Quote, this storm is coming because the body of Christ 
is no longer the backbone of this nation, Jackson wrote. Money is seen as a sign of success and anointing. Money has become a driving force. It directs far too many churches that have monstrous financial needs in order to pay for its facilities designed to impress the worldly system it should be trying to change. We must prepare for severe change, for violent winds are coming. Jackson said the perfect storm would force a decision. Evil will become more obvious and righteousness will be tried and tested. We will have to make a choice, either darkness and evil or God's light. Another voice that caught my ear was that of Donna Rigney, a prophetic woman and co-pastor with her husband of a non-denominational church in Salt Springs, Florida. She gave a Sunday morning word to her congregation on September 8, 2019, that she believes God intended for the church at large. She said, A great war is coming to our land. All I could picture was armies coming and invading our land. This war will be different than what you expect. So God is telling me, what you're thinking is, is not going to be what it's going to be. It will not be another nation invading yours, but it will be a war fought from within. Your foe is causing great dissension and strife, brother fighting against brother. His purpose is to stop the great revival from being birthed and advancing. He will not succeed. Rigney said God went on to tell her several times, mobilize the troops. This is my job. This is our job. Mobilize the troops. He said, mobilize the troops, daughter. Holy Spirit will help you. Pick up the weapons of your warfare. I have trained my army well to use their most effective weapons, love and forgiveness. Through prayer, you will see those who hate what stands for good and are blinded by deception turn to me and embrace my way. Teach my children what I have taught you. Show them how to pray with love, compassion, and forgiveness for those who have sought to destroy, divide, and demolish their nation from within. On March 27, 2021, Rigney said the Lord told her, that enormous change was coming that would bring good to those who love God, but destruction to those who resist him. She saw a lot of chaos in the United States, and I saw people that were getting buckets of cold water with ice floating in it thrown in their faces, and they were completely shocked when this happened. What was happening? Rigney called it the time of birthing of the child of revival, which the enemy has tried to stop. The birthing process would be very chaotic just when a woman gives birth, she predicted. He was showing me that these buckets of water were thrown at people's faces. He said, what's going to happen during this time of birthing is there's going to be a great unveiling of what's going on. Evil will be seen as evil and good will be seen as good. People that believed other people that were leaders or people they emulated and really looked up to and were heroes to them They're going to find out they were not who they thought they were. We're going to see things as they really are. Truth is going to come forth. Preparing for war. Thank you for listening to the end. I hope you want to buy the book. You can go to stevestrangbooks.com. That's my own website. It tells you how to buy it. There are several different upsells, several offers. It tells you how to get a signed copy of the book. And give me feedback. You can also email me at info at charismamedia.com and let me know what you think of the book. And also give us a review on Amazon or go on iTunes and give us a review of the podcast. All that helps us. Helps us 
to get the word out. Even share this podcast with your friends. They may be interested in the book too. Thank you for listening. Tune in again tomorrow for Chapter 7, The Political Battlefield.